Join coaches Mary C. Hartfield and Rebecca Thomas as they speak on the things most people want to know but might not be willing to talk about. Dive in with us for off-the-cuff conversations around diverse topics and gain insight and guidance to help you live a more purpose-filled life. Hey everybody, this is Off the Cuff Coaching Podcast. I am one of your coaches, Rebecca Thomas, more than a life coach. And I am Mary C. Hartfield, Living Life on Purpose Coaching. Mary, Mary, how are you? I'm great, Rebecca, how are you? I'm good. I'm looking forward to a warmer weather and maybe yeah. a little less rain showers. Yeah. Um, but remember, isn't it what April showers bring May flowers or what's the saying about the well rain? actually right rain. now my saying is April showers bring business showers so some <laughs> friends and I are putting together business showers so oh, that's good <laughs> but yes it is May flowers so I'll take it oh well, that's good yeah it's something about I don't know I don't know someone write down that send me that quote down there put it down there <laughs> so what are we talking about today Mary whom are you surrounded by Oh man! So part of it is that, um, you know, we, our last episode, we talked about spring cleaning, you know, decluttering your life, um, getting that, but also it's about evaluating your relationships and who you're surrounded by. And as you spring clean, how is that affecting you, your relationships and the people you're around? Part of the reason is that we're talking about it is because, um, you know, when we talk about the last episode, you know, we talk about decluttering things your mind, does it bring you joy? And I think also when you're talking about who you're surrounded by, do they bring you joy? Mm -hmm. You know, or is it always where you're stressed out once you leave that relationship or those people or whatever? So really talking about that, um, who are, whom are you surrounded by in evaluating that? Mm -hmm. And I think like, it's so interesting. I've been listening to this book, um, Think Again by Adam Grant. And one of the things that he talks about in there is learning how to effectively argue in order to find common humanity. Mm. So I think there's a piece in there that we can kind of forget sometimes where it's not just about finding joy, but it's also knowing like what the value in the relationship mm -hmm. is for you and when it's okay to challenge and or be challenged versus somebody that's draining your energy yes. or is toxic mm -hmm. or is just not your person. So right. I think that can be a big one to keep in mind as we talk about this a little bit. So let's let's go back and look at someone that's toxic. Mm -hmm. So what would you, who, if someone was toxic in your relationship, mm -hmm. how would you describe that? I would, for me, it would be definitely... So first of all, physical sensations, mm -hmm. do I get, do I feel like the pit of my stomach is just widening? Do mm -hmm. I feel like tenseness in my shoulders? Um, things like that, but also like somebody who wants to talk at you and not with you is definitely a huge red flag for me. Like they are the ones that either are trying to overstate themselves or they're not, they're not concerned what, what your opinion is or what your experience is. And they just want to, they just want to show up and they don't care what you have to say. So that's a big one for me. Um, obviously anybody that's emotionally, physically, mentally abusive, mm -hmm. that's a, obviously that's toxic. So mm -hmm. keeping that in mind to somebody who constantly belittles, who constantly drains you. Mm -hmm. So 
there are still going to people going to be people and it might not be intentionally but there are going to drain your energy so i think really taking time to sit with that and figure out why it drains your energy is key to knowing how to navigate the situation and figure out where your boundaries are i think some of the things that um some of the key things talking about toxic relationship because a lot of times um last on youtube um someone famous daughter listener told me she was in an abusive relationship and she said i can now talk about without crying mm -hmm. one thing she talked about people that just talk negative to you mm -hmm. you don't have to receive that that's the abuse of relationship mm -hmm. that's someone that's knocking you down all the time that's abusive relationship and that you have to get out of that relationship whether you know because a lot of times we think that love well he loves me or she loves me but yet why is she always talking at you talking negative to you or putting you down Mm -hmm. you know that's a toxic relationship and we don't realize that even in friendships and business relationships those same things happen mm -hmm. and that you may need to reevaluate their relationship and is it necessary you know some people say in relationships oh well, this is a money thing no is it worth it and is I, it worth it i think that's one of the biggest questions you have to ask yourself because it's going to be different for everybody based on the situation based on <clears throat> where they are with their own personal development and figuring out what they can handle, what they can shift, because it's different, it's different times and places for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, and part of that depends on like, what are your values? What is important to you right now? What, what strength do you have? Do you mm -hmm. have a good support system? Like, do you have the tools and resources and maybe you can figure it out despite those things and maybe you can't but really thinking through like and not judging other people and saying i would i would do this i would do that when you haven't taken the chance to sit down and listen to mm -hmm. why they haven't done that and sometimes people just want to be heard first right, like right. without all the pressure and the judgment mm -hmm. of i probably already know i'm not supposed to be in this situation the judgment not helpful right so. exactly and, and i think that part of it you know you know let's start with support system so we talk about whom you surround it with do you have the proper support system um if you are a mother with young children do you have a backup system and may not you know if you have a supportive husband that's good but if you're both working who are those other mothers that you can connect with that can be your support system mm -hmm. you have to think about that you know, if if you have, you know, I have older kids that they're all, I, I don't even say kids, I say adults, <laughs> you know, but even that, um, are your adult children supportive to you or are you supportive to your adult children in the way that you need to, that's acceptable way. Mm -hmm. It's not, I so happen to live, they all down south, I'm up north, so I don't have to worry about someone bugging me about babysitting. Every now and then, mm -hmm. they're like, mom, we want to fly you in because you want to go someplace, you can burn. That's nice, but you know, some of the mothers are here with mm -hmm. their kids locally. If you're locally with your grandkids, are you in a relationship where you can say yes and no at the right time? Mm -hmm. Where they don't assume what if they ask me, I have to babysit. No, mm -hmm. you don't. So that's even your support. So those people that can support you and support means, as you said, listening. Mm -hmm. You know, I really want everyone to develop a listening ear where. When someone calls you and say, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? 
they're saying to you, I just want you to listen. That doesn't mean expressing your opinion or anything, mm -hmm. as you talked about. It's just really having those ears to hear. Because as I say, God gave us two ears and one mouth. <laughs> so you need to listen. So having that support system, see if you have people around. Because we always need somebody that we can just call them and say, hey, I just need to talk for a minute. They listen. They don't mm -hmm. give any judgment. They don't say anything. And I say, okay, I'm done. And I hang up the phone. Mm -hmm. And I think the interesting part about that is my own realis realization around all that is the fact that when you want that, you also have to be that. Mm -hmm. So that's the biggest thing. Like I used to be, and I'm sure I've talked about this before, self-proclaimed mean girl. I would tear everybody up verbally, like do it with a smile on my face. I took pride in it. And it wasn't until I really took a look at what that actually said about me when I was doing that to other people mm -hmm. that I decided that I wanted to be different. And then also I had a huge loss and that was somebody that represented like just unconditional love and validation and holding space for me where then I wanted to be that even more for other people. Right. But it encourages more of the same. Mm -hmm. So when you're looking for something, if you want to be supported, if you want to have somebody to vent to, if you want to be able to pick up the phone and you know, have somebody challenge whatever it is that's going through your mind, you also have to be that person for other people. Yes. And that takes a lot of vulnerability, which can be really, really scary. Mm -hmm. And it takes some time to develop that trust in doing those things to get to a place where you can realize like, okay, this is the person I can trust with this. Mm -hmm. It's okay. It's scary to say, but there's nothing wrong with it. But you have to, you have to curate that in a relationship. Yeah, you do. I mean, I always say you got to be the friend that you want mm -hmm. someone to be to you. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to pour out that friend and you got to, for you can have it mirror back to you. Mm -hmm. But if you're one that every time someone says something, you're talking, mm -hmm. you're not listening, people are not going to draw to you. You're not the person that they're going to go mm -hmm. to, to talk about if they got a problem or whatever. And I think it's so important, especially now that we create safe spaces mm -hmm. for friends to come and we can listen, mm -hmm. that they come and they may just see to cry. And we allow that to happen mm -hmm. without us trying to fix them. That hard. Yes. You know, we have a place, like I said, if they want to talk, that they can just talk. That those are safe spaces. Because right now with the pandemic, you know, it's still going on that people have been alone, mm -hmm. that sometimes they just need that. Mm -hmm. So we got to create those safe, safe spaces for them. Yeah. And that piece about fixing it is so important because I think a lot of the times, and I've noticed this, I would say more so in women and definitely more so women in the Midwest. And especially I feel like in the Grand Rapids area where when it comes to fixing it, like that kind of seems to be the, the default mm -hmm. because we don't want them to be heard. We don't want, we don't want to be uncomfortable. Right. But the problem is, is when, when they show up and they're trying to be vulnerable and we try to fix it like that without first finding out what do you need from me? Right. Yes. That that is self-serving for us. Mm -hmm. It's not about them. It's about us. And and learning how to become uncomfortable, be comfortable being uncomfortable right. mm -hmm. is so key to that because then it takes away like the shame and the guilt that the other person and permission for ourselves to not hold on to that and realize like there's nothing wrong with the way that I'm feeling. Right. I need someplace safe to express that and move through it and get to the other side. It's not about fixing that. Fixing that is 
generally not helpful. No, it's not. And, and I think that's a good reason why, you know, it's, and you know, if people forget us coaches have coaches too. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> and then even therapists, you know, mm-hmm. therapists have coach because mm-hmm. it's nothing wrong. If, if you're dealing with issues from the past or whatever, or dealing childhood, it's nothing wrong getting a therapist, mm-hmm. you know, us coaches, we help with the present and the future going forward, mm-hmm. but a lot of them, they're not going to tell you what to do you got to do the work. They're going to ask the questions for you to examine and say, okay, yeah, this, this is my response where you have to think about it. So part of that is, you know, especially um, I'm always taking my friends and evaluating and saying, am I surrounded by the right people? Mm-hmm. You know, um, for instance, if I'm starting a new um, business adventure, do, do I have all the right people in my circle that mm-hmm. I need? I'm always looking at that and seeing, and then it's okay. You know, the thing you got to remember, you can be mentored and surrounded by people. They don't have to be right next to you. They can be far away. Mm-hmm. You know, Rebecca and I are always reading books. Mm-hmm. You know, those people are mentoring us. You know, we read books all the time mm-hmm. or audio books or whatever. So you, it's just all about being important, about being surrounded by the right people that can support you in every season that you're going through. Yeah, and I love that. And one of the quotes that I really love that makes me think about this bigger picture is show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Yes. Because yes. it's not just about having those vulnerable, connective relationships, but it's also about finding those spaces and those people that are going to challenge you mm-hmm. and show you that something is possible. Yes. So getting out, out of your comfort zone and however you're feeling in something and realizing like, oh, this has happened to so-and-so and realizing that so-and-so usually includes probably millions of people. Right. Um, and seeing that that's not something that has to hold you back. It's still okay. Everything that you feel about that is still valid, but then see, like, how am I going to challenge myself to imp- like empower myself yeah, right. and get to the next level of this? Mm-hmm. So that's one of my favorites just to challenge yourself and make sure that you're still surrounding yourself with people that are at a different level. Mm-hmm that you still can relate to enough to make that shift. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Because it reminds me of, you know, um, you know, I've been, I started in high school working for a bank and I end up being there 23 years and then going on. So, you know, long list of career, I'm old enough to be, have worked um, almost 45 years of my life. Mm -hmm. And part of it is I remember one day I was in a room and I was like, oh my God, I got to find a new group of people because everyone's asking me questions all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be the smartest one in the room. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying because I was so smart, they're asking me questions, but I want to be in a room where we're feeding. I'm growing too. Yeah, I'm growing Mm -hmm. too. Not where all the time everyone's asking me questions to get help with their growth. So it's like, I had to say, oh, wait a minute. I got to look at this and evaluate. And sometimes when you're surrounded by people, you have to look, if you're in a room all the time and you feel you're, um, and it's not, I don't mean when I say smart, like, oh, I'm so smart. Mm -hmm. I just mean, if you feel like, wow, I'm not growing because everyone is asking me questions Mm -hmm. and in the process they're draining you. Cause I was like, 
oh, okay, I, why do I feel wiped out from mm-hmm. out of this room? Because people, had, they're asking you mm-hmm. questions. They're pulling off of what your knowledge that you took the time mm-hmm. to go and get instead of them doing. Then sometimes you need to be in another room mm-hmm. with other people. So I did, I, I changed rooms and I got a room where I don't want to be the smartest person. I want to go into that room um, especially when you have people that have wisdom that you need or skills and abilities that you need. I go in and I'm quiet. Mm-hmm. I listen. I don't talk. And I'm taking a lot of notes. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to remember to do that a mm-hmm. lot of times. If you're the smarter person in your group, some people may like that. It helps their ego, but at the same time, you're not growing mm-hmm. at all. And I love to think that in the aspect of it's okay to be the mentor and the mentee. Right. So giving back, mentoring people that Mm -hmm. are not quite at the level you are, but then also stretching and making sure that you are being mentored by somebody who's at that next level and just continuing that circle because that does, that empowers everybody. That helps everyone. Yeah. And I think to saying mentor and mentee, where Mm -hmm. if you're in that room that you're mentoring, but not when people are just pulling from mm-hmm. you you know it's like slugs are just mm-hmm. attracting but we you. choose which rooms we go into right too. exactly and that's why i said you know when you talk about it you gotta like oh i was like oh i gotta get out of this uh-huh. room. you know and you have to think about that people don't think about who are you surrounded by um yes i choose my friends mm-hmm. <laughs> um you know particular i look at and i'm evaluating my friends and all my friends i've had for years mm-hmm. a lifetime or whatever but you have to do that for your protection, your safety, and also to make sure you get up in the morning and you're like, oh, I'm excited because I'm going to meet with this person. It's mm-hmm. bringing joy when you get up like, oh, I got to meet with this person. I got to hear this <laughs> go on forever. Right. You know, so you got to think about all those things. So that's when we talk about whom are you surrounded by? Mm-hmm. So your last words, Rebecca, words of wisdom. I would go to another quote, which is, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Yes. Yeah. So when you think about that and you think about the the five people that you spend the most time with and you think about where you are and you take an audit of those things, what does that represent to you? What characteristics are coming Mm -hmm. out? What opportunities are coming out? What kind of connections Mm -hmm. in relationships personally and relationships professionally? Like, what does that look like? Take an audit and figure out like, what feels good about that mm-hmm. and where you would like to challenge yourself to grow and realize that you have the power to make yourself grow by being surrounded by different people. Right. That's good. I think those are great last words. We thank everyone for tuning in, join the conversation. Let us know um, some of the conversations that you want us to have that, you know, we do coaching within our conversations. Also join us on Facebook, Off the Cuff Coaching Podcast. We have our website. And also we're on Instagram and we drop every Monday, every other Monday now. So we thank everyone. Have a great day. Bye guys. You've been listening to Off the Cuff Podcast with Life Purpose Coach Mary C. Hartfield of Living Life on Purpose and more than a life coach and energy architect, Rebecca Thomas. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, go and leave us a review and tune in next time as we continue to talk about the hard things, bring them to light and help you move through your life with a little more grace, curiosity and realness.